0: O send out your light and your truth, that they may lead me, and bring me to your holy hill
1: and to your dwelling. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, O come, let us adore him. O be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be assured that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth from generations Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. O come, let us adore him. Hear my teaching, O my people. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known and such as our forefathers have told us, that we should not hide them from the children of the generations to come, but show the honor of the Lord His mighty and wonderful works that he has done. He made a covenant with Jacob, and gave Israel a law, which he commanded our forefathers to teach their children that their posterity might know it, and the children which were yet unborn, with the intent that when they came up, they might show it to their children, that they might put their trust in God, and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments, and not be as their forefathers, a faithless and stubborn generation a generation that did not set their heart aright, and whose spirit did not cleave standfastly to God. Like the children of Ephraim, archers carrying bows, who turned back in the day of battle. They did not keep the covenant of God, and would not walk in his law, but forgot what he had done and the wonderful works that he had shown them. Marvellous things he did in the sight of our forefathers, in the land of Egypt, even in the field of Zoan. He divided the sea and let them go through. He made the waters to stand in a heap. In the daytime he led them with a cloud, and all the night through with a light of fire. He split the hard rocks in the wilderness and gave them drink in abundance as out of the great deep. He brought waters out of the stony rock so that it gushed out like the rivers. Yet for all this, they sinned more against him, and provoked the Most High in the wilderness. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: A reading from the first book of Samuel. David fled from Nioth in Ramah. He came before Jonathan and said, What have I done? What is my guilt? And what is my sin against your father that he is trying to take my life? He said to him, Far from it. You shall not die. My father does nothing, either great or small, without disclosing it to me. And why should my father hide this from me? Never. But David also swore, Your father knows well that you like me. And he thinks, Do not let Jonathan know this, or he will be grieved. But truly, as the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, there is but a step between me and death. Then Jonathan said to David, Whatever you say, I will do for you. David said to Jonathan, Tomorrow is the new moon, and I should not fail to sit with the king at the meal. But let me go, so that I may hide in the field until the third evening. If your father misses me at all, then say, David earnestly asked leave of me to run to Bethlehem, his city, for there is a yearly sacrifice there for all the family. If he says good, it will be well with your servant. But if he is angry, then know that evil has been determined by him. Therefore, deal kindly with your servant. For you have brought your servant into a sacred covenant with you. But if there is guilt in me, kill me yourself. Why should you bring me to your father? Jonathan said, Far be it from you. If I knew that it was decided by my father that evil should come upon you, would I not tell you? Then David said to Jonathan, Who will tell me if your father answers you harshly? Jonathan replied to David, Come, Let us go out into the field. So they both went out into the field. Jonathan said to David, By the Lord, the God of Israel, when I have sounded out my father about this time tomorrow or on the third day, if he is well disposed toward David, then shall I not then send and disclose it to you? But if my father intends to do you harm, The Lord do so to Jonathan, and more also, if I do not disclose it to you and send you away, so that you may go in safety. May the Lord be with you, as he has been with my father. If I am still alive, show me the faithful love of the Lord. But if I die, never cut off your faithful love from my house, even if the Lord were to cut off every one of the enemies of David from the face of the earth. Thus Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, May the Lord seek out the enemies of David. Jonathan made David swear again by his love for him, for he loved him as he loved his own life. Jonathan said to him, Tomorrow is the new moon. You will be missed, because your place will be empty. On the day after tomorrow you shall go a long way down, Go to the place where you hid yourself earlier, and remain beside the stone there. I will shoot three arrows to the side of it, as though I shot at a mark. Then I will send the boy, saying, Go find the arrows. If I say to the boy, Look, the arrows are on this side of you, collect them, then you are to come for me. As the Lord lives, it is safe for you, and there is no danger. But if I say to the young men, Look, the arrows are beyond you, Then go, for the Lord has sent you away. As for the matter about which you and I have spoken, the Lord is witness between you and me forever. So David hid himself in the field. When the new moon came, the king sat at the feast to eat. The king sat upon his seat, as at other times, upon the seat by the wall. Jonathan stood, while Abner sat by Saul's side. But David's place was empty. Saul did not say anything that day, for he thought, Something has befallen him. He is not clean. Surely he is not clean. But on the second day, the day after the new moon, David's place was empty. And Saul said to his son Jonathan, Why is the son of Jesse not come to the feast, either yesterday or today? Jonathan answered Saul, David earnestly asked leave of me to go to Bethlehem, he said. He said, "Let me go, for our family is holding a sacrifice in the city, and my brother has commanded me to be there. So now, if I have found favor in your sight, let me get away and see my brothers. For this reason he has not come to the king's table." Then Saul's anger was kindled against Jonathan. He said to him, "You son of a perverse rebellious woman, Do I not know that you have chosen the son of Jesse to your own shame and to the shame of your mother's nakedness? For as long as the son of Jesse lives upon the earth, neither you nor your kingdom shall be established. Now send and bring him to me, for he shall surely die. Then Jonathan answered his father Saul, Why should he be put to death? What has he done? But Saul threw his spear at him to strike him, So Jonathan knew that it was the decision of his father to put David to death. Jonathan rose from the table in fierce anger and ate no food on the second day of the month, for he was grieved for David, and because his father had disgraced him. In the morning, Jonathan went out into the field to the appointment with David, and with him was a little boy. He said to the boy, "'Run and find the arrows that I shoot.' As the boy ran, he shot an arrow beyond him. When the boy came to the place where Jonathan's arrow had fallen, Jonathan called after the boy and said, Is the arrow not beyond you? Jonathan called after the boy, Hurry! Be quick! Do not linger! So Jonathan's boy gathered up the arrows and came to his master. But the boy knew nothing. Only Jonathan and David knew the arrangement. Jonathan gave his weapons to the boy and said, Go and carry them to the city. As soon as the boy had gone, David rose from beside the stone heap and prostrated himself with his face to the ground. He bowed three times, and they kissed each other and wept with each other. David wept the more. Then Jonathan said to David, Go in peace, since both of us have sworn in the name of the Lord, saying, The Lord shall be be between me and you, and between my descendants and your descendants forever. He got up and left, and Jonathan went into the city. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, Holy Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, Advocate and Guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, You humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and merciful God, it is only by your grace that your faithful people offer you true and laudable service grant that we may run without stumbling to obtain your heavenly promises. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, our King, Make us bold to praise you and to do your will, and still us to wait for the consummation of your kingdom on the last great day. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who alone works great marvels, Send down upon our clergy and the congregations committed their charge the life-giving Spirit of your grace. Shower them with the continual dew of your blessing and ignite in them a zealous love of your gospel. Through Jesus Christ our Lord.
0: to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen.
1: Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.